Shalom ubracha, and welcome to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Ralph Tawil, and we'll be learning Mizmor Nun, Tehilim chapter 50 today. Tehilim chapter 50 begins a new kind of Mizmor that has a superscripture, Mizmor Le'asaf. Let's speak a little bit about Asaf. Uh, first of all, there are 12 Mizmore Asaf in Sefer Tehilim. The first one is over here, and the next group is the beginning of the third book of Tehilim. The Asaf was one of the families of the Levim, and he is listed in Divrei Amim as along with Heman and Yedutun. For example, in Divrei Amim Kafhei, and David set aside, along with the the, the generals, uh, but also the people who are going to do the work in the Beit Hamikdash. Et he put aside Asaf, the children of Asaf, Heman, and Yedutun. That are would prophesy with lyres and lutes and and timbrels. Timbrels. These are all types of musical instruments, and it's speaking about uh, a kind of bringing oneself into a type of ruach kodesh state by the use of music. In Divrei Bet Kaftet, Asaf is also called a chose. And it's quite fitting because in this Mizmor we're going to see that Asaf brings himself to an understanding of what Hashem will be saying, or if you will, hears Hashem's voice and speaks through Hashem through his own voice, but what Hashem is going to be saying to the people. So let's get into the Mizmor. Mizmor le Asaf. El Elohim Adonai Diber Vaikra Aretz. במזרח שמש על בבואו. מציון מכלל יופי אלוהים הופיע. יבוא אלוהינו ואל יחרש אש לפניו תוכל וסביביו מסערה מאוד. We begin with a, a kind of call to God to, to speak and he's saying that God spoke and he uses a triple name for the name of God at the beginning. El Elohim Adonai Diber Vaikra Aretz. He's bringing upon himself a connection with Hashem by mentioning Hashem in three aspects. Uh, one, he is the power. Elohim, the all-powerful. And Hashem, his his specific name. And he calls down to the land. From from Mimizrach Shemesh, from the from the east, Admiva'o, to where it sets, to where it rises, to where it sets from east to west, all over the world, Hashem's voice is heard. Mitzion Michlal Yofi, from Zion, from Yerushalayim, the epitome of beauty, Elohim Hofia, that's where God appears. That this type of, this type of beginning is reminiscent of Vezot Beracha, where Hashem is also mentioned as coming from all over uh, from, and appearing. Yavo Elohim va'al yecherash, God will come and will, won't be silent. What is the experience of God coming? <coughs> There's fire in front of him. 
there is a storm, a tempest around him. Maybe it could be a tempest of fire. He calls from the heavens above. To judge his people. These are the key words here. He's coming for a specific purpose of judging his people. And here are God's words. Isfuli Hasidai Korete Beriti Ale Zavach Yagidu Shamaim Tzidko Kiruhim Shofetu. The psalmist is saying over here, Asaf, is saying, Isfuli Hasidai. Gather together my Hasidim, my pious ones, those who make my covenant through sacrifice. And the heavens will declare his righteousness because God is the judge. This is very important for the next part of the Mizmor. Uh, here we have the invitation, if you will, invitation of the judge, Hashem, coming and the ju- to be judged and the, uh, the defendants, if you will, the Hasidai, those who are pious, those who understand the berit in sacrificial terms. And what we're going to have in the Mizmor, a rebuke of the people who understand the covenant with God as being sacrifice-based. There's not a condemnation of sacrifices, all, all in all, but a certain conception of sacrifice. The conception that God needs to eat. And God needs to drink, and that's why he has to be provided for. The Mizmor says clearly that God doesn't need any of that. It's a human need that the sacrifices come to respond to. Shim'a ami va'adabera Yisrael va'idabach Elohim Elohecha anochi Here we have the first words of God, and the words which say, uh, which tell Am Yisrael to listen, because God is going to, Aidabach, going to rebuke you. Um, and we have the, the mention of God in Elohim, Elohecha, Anochi, I am the Almighty, I am your God, your champion, I am Anochi. This is a, a very, very small reference to to the Anochi Hashem Elokecha, I am the Lord, your God, the beginning of the Aserat HaDivrot. Now, we set up for rebuke, Ve'idabach. And you can imagine B'nai Yisrael waiting in the defendant's dock, listening to the beginning, this beginning, and getting prepared for a rebuke that Hashem is going to give them. And, and what we have right after that is not a rebuke, but a non-rebuke. Lo al zevachecha ochichecha v'olotecha tamid. I'm not going to rebuke you about your sacrifices and your burnt offerings that are always in front of me. Apparently the people had a certain view that that Hashem might rebuke them because he's not getting enough. Hashem, through the words of Asaf, is making very clear that that's not the problem. And Hashem goes on to, to explain his approach to sacrifice and to ex- to purge out a certain misconception about sacrifice that existed. Lo akach mi betecha far mi mikhloatecha atudim 
כי לי כל חייתו יער בהמות בהדרי א'. I won't take from your house a bull and from your and from your pens uh, any type of goats because all the animals of the forest are mine and for me are all the beasts of the mountains thousands of beasts of the mountains Yadati kol of harim veziz sadai imadi I know every bird of the mountains and all the creatures of the field are my subjects. If I get hungry, I won't tell you. Because for me, mine is everything in the world and all, is, all that fills it. Do I eat the flesh of bulls? Do I drink the blood of goats? God is pointing out the absurdity of such conceptions, of thinking that God actually needs to eat and to drink, and that the sacrifices are providing that, that his victuals. This is a concept that we do find that the Goyim are saying in Parashat uh, HaAzinu. And here... Apparently, amongst Am Yisrael, this idea was present. It's uh, an absurd idea, and that's why God calls the Hasidim, the pious ones who view the covenant in terms of sacrificial terms, korete biriti al-ezerach, that are going to come, and that's how they conceive of the, sac- of the sacrifice. Instead of that, what God wants, offer a thanks offering to God and pay to God, to the high, most high, your vows. And call me in your time of trouble. I will save you, and then you will respect me. Respect me through sacrifice. And that's what Hashem wants. It's a human need of giving thanks, a human need to call out in trouble. And that's, it's, it's, it's possible, and it's preferable, and it's, it's uh, the way to sacrifice is these kind of sacrifices, the sacrifices which come out of a sacrifice of thanks, not because God needs it, because we, but because we do, human beings do. And the idea of calling to God in time of trouble and making a nedev and God saving, that's a human need. The human need to know that the, the Almighty is with him. And that's what Hashem, is the kind of sacrifice that Hashem wants. Not chasrechalila, the idea of fulfilling God's need, but of fulfilling a human need. Rasha Amar Elohim, and to the evil one, God said, Ma lecha lesaper chukai, vatisa beriti aleficha. What do you have the right to speak about my laws? And you raise up the, my covenant on your mouth. Vatasaneta musab, vatashlech devarayacharecha. You have hated 
chastisement and rebuke, and you threw my words behind you. So, when you see the thief, you fall in with him and throw in your lot with adulterers. Your mouth is devoted to evil and your tongue you've stuck to deceit. <clears throat> you sit and speak about your brother, about your mother's son, you you defame. So now here you have a Rasha. The Rasha is not named over here, but apparently he's a person who is speaking God's laws, a person who is speaking about the Berit. But in fact, he's not a person that is open to hearing rebuke. He does not hope, is not open to hearing God's word and to grow from it. In fact, just the opposite. He falls in with the thieves. He fall, he is puts his lot with the adulterers. He is a, a liar, a deceiver, a defamer. And worse than that, he speaks about his brothers and about uh, he defames them. Uh, now, very likely, the brother that's speaking he is, is about is spoken about is the is the psalmist himself. And here we have a rasha unnamed, but apparently a person of power and of spiritual power and, and maybe authority, religious authority, that is going around and not upholding the brit, but speaking about it on the one hand, and on the other, aligning himself with those who violate God's brit. And this is uh, possibly a result of the, this person having the previous conception of sacrifice, that all you have to do is sacrifice, and that's enough. And it could be that that leads to this misconception. Uh, we're reminded of the Pesukim Yirmiyahu Perek Zayin, where he says, "Haganov ratzoch v'noof v'hishavel asheker v'katel lebala." You're going to steal and murder and commit adultery and swear falsely and do avodah zarah, and then come back to my house and say, "Okay, we're here. We're standing in front of you, God." Uh, is this a den of iniquity? So this conception that just standing in front of God or bringing sacrifice uh, allows you to do everything else is a misconception that was very prevalent. It's easy to bring a sacrifice. It's easy to, to, to take care of the, the super, superficial ritual things. Much harder to, to be a person that listens to Musar and that keeps away from all these, all these sins. Ele asita vecherashti. If you would do these things and I would be quiet, you would think that I'm, I'm just like you. In other words, you would think that these things, that I'm condoning these behaviors. Therefore, I will rebuke you and I will lay it out in front of your eyes. Understand this, all those who forget God. Lest I devour and there'll be no one to save. 
תובח תודה, יכבדנני, בשם דרך, אראנו ביש האלוהים. He is the one that really shows me respect. And he also makes his way along the right way. To him, he, to him I will show the salvation of God. The Mismod ends with a kind of judgment. Judgment to the Rasha. Uh, those who forget God, uh, those and the judgment is there'll be a devouring without without a saving. And for those who really respect me, they just not only just zovech toda, they don't only sacrifice a, a thanks offering and respect God, but they sam derech, they make their path in God's way. Those are the ones that are really see God's salvation. The mizmor over here is finishes with the idea uh, of the judgment being given. God came to judge. Asaf called God, judge, God to judge two groups. One group being the They have a misconception about God. And, that, that, and the Mizmor is correcting that misconception. The second group, and maybe it's even a person, is the Rasha, the person who cloaks himself in the mantle of religiosity, of piety, but his behavior belies that. He is a deceiver. He sits with thieves and with adulterers, and all the while speaking of God's covenant. This person is called Rasha. The name is not given because all the Mizmorim of Tehillim have this universal aspect, the aspect that it applies in every generation. And unfortunately, Asaf's generation was not the only one that had people cloaking themselves in the mantle of piety and behaving impiously. May we be zocheh to see the verachot, to see God's Yeshua, when we samderech, when we put our path and we thank God in the right way by behaving according to his Torah.